Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to a another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here with Big Cass, and the Buckeyes are two and zero. And uh, is it uninspiring? Uninspiring, uninspiring call. Okay, fair enough. It's it's an uninspiring two and zero. I know that sounds crazy, um, but let's just get into it, Cass, because I know you're not you weren't thrilled yesterday. It was a good win. But we, de- I definitely felt like we held back on Youngstown State. Um, I feel like we kind of called the troops off, in my opinion, when we put Brown in. I don't know why we put Brown in at that point in the game when I feel like the offense was finally beginning to click, um, and we just kind of threw him in we there. Were about, we were about to go up 24-7, at the end of the first quarter, and he, put, and he puts Devin Brown in in the drive stalls. Yeah, and I mean, Devin Brown did lead the touchdown drive. With Travion scoring all that, I, I mean, but you could tell there was a clear, clear difference, um, and it was apparent when 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 you had when you when you put them both together. And I know Blake pointed this out, like the sample size. You also got to take into account sample size. McCord just does things. I'm not gonna say effortlessly, but it just looks like a smoother operation. Everyone looks like they're on the same page. When Brown's in there, I there's the run blocking's better with McCord too. Yeah, it's when Brown's in there, it's just it, it might just be a preparation deal. But other the only only positive I had from Brown was that he he definitely showed he can extend the plays with his legs. But there was that one play where he did a great job of extending his pl- the play with his legs, and then he just took the sack. It's like throw that, give someone a chance. Um, yeah. I. Thing with Brown, it looked like he forced it a lot too. Like mm-hmm. he underthrew receivers. Uh, he threw one really high where he put Marvin Harrison Jr. You know where Marvin had to, you know, jump for it. He you know threw behind a Mecca Buka. He threw that one pi that led to him getting sacked in in when we were on the goal line. That one pi to Marv, he underthrew that sh- throw. Like he yeah. really underthrew it. Like. I didn't hate uh, the I didn't hate the sky ball he threw to Marv because I think we got a PI on that I believe. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. But but I will say we contrast that though with you could that was just hey I'm throwing a sky ball the the best player in the country. McCord's throws were hey I'm in trouble where's my guy he's out there somewhere like oh. that touchdown. Like that, that touchdown and double coverage—that was pure chemistry. F it, F it, Marv's out yeah, there. Yeah, literally, F it, Marv's out there somewhere. Versus, hey, uh, I like I, I'm not super confident in like my ability to throw, so I'm gonna sky as high as I can. And I like hope he, like there was a difference I thought in that. Um, and McCord too, like the chemistry, just the the first touchdown to Marv. He had, I believe, it was Abuka open for the first down, and he was like, "Nah, I'm going deep to Marv. Like, I we got this." So it just. That mentality, but, I think, I think, and, and also too, Brown miss Devin Brown missed Julian Fleming wide open over the middle. That would have been a touchdown too. Yeah, so I mean, a, a clear difference. Uh, not, and I'm not, I'm not trying to like pile on Devin Brown. He he played well. He did play well, I thought for the most part. But there's just a clear difference. And as I predicted, kind of 
in the off season, people are saying, "Oh, Devin Brown's going to be the starter." He's going to name him in camp. I I always thought, and it, it's come to fruition. I think it, that by Western Kentucky, Kyle, like we would have our starter, and now it's Kyle McCord. Now we're ready to roll. I think next week against Western Kentucky, this is the big one. This is where everyone's got to be on the same page because two weeks from now, we're going to South Bend, and that team looks very dangerous. Um, I'm ready to sound the alarm bells that, you know, we saw what they just did to NC State. They're 3-0. and They're they they're firing at all cylinders. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, the thing with Notre Dame, you know, they looked good yesterday. Um I mean, it took them to the get to the fourth quarter to open it really up, but that's okay. Uh, but yeah, this week's the week. This is the week where you have to solidify Kyle McCord as the starting quarterback. This is the week where you have to get your offense in rhythm. I'm not worried about our defense against Notre Dame. I'm worried about our offensive possessions. Mm-hmm. If to keep that defense of ours on off the field, because time of possession yesterday, 29 minutes to Ohio State, 34 for Youngstown State. That can't happen. That cannot happen. Um, granted, we scored quickly a couple times, but you can't you can't play lazy on defense, which I think that's the D line what the D line did yesterday. I, I thought the back seven was really damn good again. The back, um, yo, and I uh, outside the Cam Martinez blunder, oh my which which I don't. Why was he even in the game? I don't know why. Why is he even playing? That's the uh, thing. I, yeah, I don't know why he was in there, but I thought. Igbenosin was phenomenal. He had a couple pass breakups, and he really, like, there were some plays where our, either our edge rushers were losing outside contain, and the quarterback was, and also that really wasn't on the scouting report, the quarterback scrambling like that, but he was coming up and making the plays, and basically, you know, the quarterback was still getting, you know, six, eight yards, let's say, but he was stopping them before the first down. So I got yeah, they- Davis and Igbenosin had five tackles yesterday. Yeah, he was he he was doing he did an excellent job. I thought just being physical. Um, but then Burke, Burke was phenomenal, and 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 even before the interception, he had a couple nice pass breakups. But yeah, he had that, three. Yeah, that that pass that interception though that was I mean that two play sequence with the Styles Sunny Styles hit, which I think that kind of really gave some life to the defense at that point. Cause I feel like they were kind of in a lull that hit um, followed by the Burke interception. I, I got real excited there. And uh, that's when I'm like, okay, I think this defense is, has definitely changed. Do you think, do you think that they forced Jahad Carter on us yesterday? Uh, Proctor was out. Malik Hartford started the game, but he played like one or two possessions. And then we saw nothing but Jahad Carter. Uh, yeah, I think they were just kind of playing, see, see, giving guys chances, but it, it it really it really became clear. Like it's it's clear who the better guys are, and you know this isn't this isn't the PAL. This isn't uh, the boys and girls club. This is Ohio State football. It, you know, I'm cool with giving these guys a couple of them some more looks. Like when we play Rutgers or someone, but this next week, like against Western Kentucky, this we need to have our best players out there. You need your best DBs because yeah. they're going to throw the ball fifty times. Yeah, we we need we need our best we need the best squad out there next week to prepare for Notre Dame. And then if you want to, you know, when we play Rutgers and Purdue, we can we can put in the backups again. But it's, I mean, this team, 
they just don't. I mean, you mentioned it. Like, I'm just not confident in them right now. And I don't think anyone is. And it's it's a shame. And I think it has to do with the quarterback situation. It really does. And the line. Josh Simmons, man. I thought the rest of the line was pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. But Josh Simmons had two holding calls. One neglected a touchdown. And the other one neglected a big first down, which caused us to punt. Didn't he have another? It wasn't like a like a face, hands to the face. Was, or yeah, the one was hands to the face, and the other one was a holding. I'm sorry. The hands to the face was the one that took away Travion Henderson. Travion Henderson would have three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Travion played good. It was nice to see him. I was confused, though, as to why we didn't get any Mayan Williams, and I hate that Ryan Day Until does the that. End. I hate that Ryan Day does that. Like, I, I don't understand how you can have two great backs, and then they never, they never, ever, like, he never tries to compliment them, if that makes sense. He never yeah, like, I, yeah, it does. I think Trey was the hot, the hot hand. You needed to feed him yesterday, but he didn't honestly. even try to feed mine in the like, like he does it. Like they'll be like, he'll just sit. Like mine will just sit randomly a game. Like we saw this last year. Like there's nothing on the injury report. He and then mine will just be out, and then you know Travion will play, and then next week mine will play, and then Travion will be out. Like, I would just like to see for once, you know, up, just up the gut with Mayan, ground and pound with Mayan, and then just get Travy on the ball in space. It's not rocket science. And then if you, if you want, if you want to give it to a third guy, give the chip or train a uh, chip or Hayden. Like, I don't know. It's, I'm just frustrated on like the logic that they use. Yeah. I think yesterday's situational football, the way that you could tell this was a scrimmage, like a, you know, a scrimmage. That's what they did. You, they went out and they, they mm-hmm. knew they could out athlete them and they, they, you know, they played uninspired football, but I will tell you the one bubble screen that finally worked. It did be- because uh, that sprung a Mecca book of free was because Julian Fleming and Cade Stover did their freaking jobs. They, yeah. They pan- they did what they needed to do, sprung a Mecco Buka, and that's what we've been missing. Because how many times in the Ryan Day era and Urban Meyer era where we had great wide receivers and tight ends that could block downfield and it would spring Paris Campbell loose on a bubble screen? How many times did we see that? We saw that all the time, and I think this year it can work because I think we got the guys that are willing to block downfield. Heck, we even saw on – on stretch running plays um, when they actually worked that touchdown by Travion, you saw Marvin Harrison and Julian Fleming and Emeka Buka all blocking downfield. If we I, have wide receivers that are willing to block downfield, the bubble screens are going to finally work. I, I have a hot take, but I, I do think just kind of watching the first two games of the year, I, I think Julian Fleming is going to be an unsung hero on this team this year. After the first, after the first couple games, I know we, I know a lot of people didn't give him love the past couple of years because of his height, but I feel like he's finally he's 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 a really good team player right now, and that's what like he's Evan Spencer. He, he I, I, a little he's a little better than Evan Spencer, I would say. Um, Evan Spencer had the heart, has the heart, had the yeah, heart. Yeah, if if he has the heart of Evan Spencer, wow, look out, but. You know, he has nine catches on the year and he's doing the little things right, like blocking and stuff. And that's exactly what we need from him. And like, like, I think that is so valuable and no one's even realizing his growth. And 
like it's crazy too. Like Cade Stover didn't even have a catch yesterday, and that's like that's kind of like my mind Williams gripe. And I know what we I was talking to you at the game yesterday. It's like how do we go from like last week? It felt kind of like a power style, like with Mayan and then feeding Cade to now it's spread out and like we don't even get them involved. It's just like I, I, I like yeah I I don't know it's it. Yeah, different, uh, it, schemes. different schemes. It's just weird. It's just weird to me that we we can't even find but, find a way to do it a little bit consistently. It's it's like it's it's one extreme or the other, and I think they need there needs to be a balance. If that makes sense, my like Kate Stover did his job yesterday. The, that's the he thing. did. He, he's a heck of a blocker downfield. Um, he just he's Kate Stover is not going to be the Brock Bowers where you have to force him, but there's going to be times where he's going to be needed and it's going to, it's going to be there. I just because the way he plays um, my brother said it perfectly this morning when we were talking uh, cast cuts, by the way, one of our sponsor, our sponsor, um, he said, this offense doesn't have an identity and it just looks like a bunch of five-star athletes playing backyard football. Well, I mean, the identity is, throw it to Marv. That's, that's the only true identity <laughs> I think we have right now. It's literally, it, it's, it, it it's really predicated on McCord and Marv's chemistry and just hoping that it, it like that kind of bails us out at the end of the day. Cause at, I feel like we're kind of lost everywhere else. Um, Like Travion, that was a really good game for him. Five rushes, 56 yards, two tutties. But, like, are we going to get that consistently out of him is my question. If we do, we're great. If we don't, that's a problem. Yeah, I, it's it's something to really break down and look at. And, you know, I solid performance yesterday, but it was a solid performance that was an uninspiring, like we said. Um, I, I agree. It, but we did improve. I will say we did get better. We improved. We did, we did get better. And when's the last time we've seen an Ohio State defense give up less than 250 yards back to back weeks? Exactly. So. No, it's look. We are very blessed to cheer for probably the best college football program in the world. Um, we sound like spoiled brats nitpicking these things, but. If we don't nitpick these things and like want the guys to improve, then a team like we could be like Alabama, <laughs> where a team like Texas comes in and just stomps you. And we don't want that for the Buckeyes. Like, we like it's important just to talk about it, address it, and you know, just point things out. Um, Cass, let's let's go through, let's rank, let's grade all three phases. So let's start with the defense on this one. I'll give him an A, I think is fair. Not A plus an A because they gave up seven in the Cam Martinez blunder, but they had a couple sacks, uh, a pick, the big hit. I thought they did a pretty dang good job outside of that. Held them, you know, not too many yards. Um, I would like to see them, you know, not lose outside contain as so much, but I would put them at it. An A for this one. Uh, I'm right there with you. I give him an A minus just because uh, I'm right there with you. Uh, I expect more from the de- defensive line, which mm-hmm. when it comes to the point, they're going to, people need to hold off. Jack Sawyer, JTT, 
Michael Hall Jr., Tyleek Williams and company, they're going to step up when needed. And right now they're not really needed. So, well, and, and also with JTT, I feel like he needs to learn something else besides a bull rush. Am I right? Or like, like, can he? Same with Jack Sawyer. Yeah. Like, they're not. Please teach him like some hand fighting or like a spin move. Like, it, not everything needs to be a bull rush. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel the same with Jack Sawyer. Jack Sawyer is phenomenal in the run game, I will tell you. A lot of people are yeah. calling him a bust. A lot of people are calling him a bust, but people don't watch watch the film like I do that, and watch particular players, drive, different different, uh, different drives. The dude, his bull rush is so good and wicked that he it creates opportunities in a run game to help the linebackers. Why do you think people are like, oh, our linebackers are so good? Well, why do you think they are? It's because our defensive line attracts, attracts attention. Mm-hmm. Jack Sawyer has adra- attracted attention. JT Tui Maloau has attracted attention. That is what spring has sprung Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers to have all the TFLs that they have. People, Tom, Tommy was great yesterday, by the way. Tommy yeah. had a sack. He was flying. Like he was. Dude, that, he was that sack escalated quickly. I it literally, it, it went like that. It did. No, Tommy. That's what Tom, we need more out of this defense. Tom Tommy had a really good game yesterday, I thought. Um special teams. Let's do special teams. Oh, that's an A plus. A plus, right? Yeah, I mean I like, thought we almost got the touchdown on that punt on that yeah. punt like the we punted and the guy dropped yeah. it. I I wish we I wish Jaden Ballard recovered that cuz he was so close but like Lorenzo Styles flying down on the punt team too. He looks great. Kickoff uh, team looks good. Kickoff team we uh, Xavier Johnson almost had a t- like literally. Um, I love that we have Caden Curry as like a lead blocker, but he had a couple good returns. He had two good returns. I think he had like forty yards total. Ameka Buka, I wish on the second punt return, I think it was, he fair caught it. I think he was just coached to fair catch it because I, I think we were up at that point so much. I don't think he should have fair caught it because if he just caught it and literally ran left there was no one it was a touchdown so um i mean i i think the special teams is really good fielding didn't get a chance to kick a field goal but i i, I like him i just i think the yeah. special teams has, has been very solid um so i'll give him an a plus as well offensively mm. <laughs> this is tough like i i'll give him a b plus I would say a B, B plus. It's like, I, I'm when McCord was in, line. B plus. Without McCord, like a B. Yeah, I give him a B plus overall. I like to see more points on the board, um, but they did what they needed to do. But they also made mistakes. But they didn't make a, a lot of mistakes. If that makes sense. Um, again, time of possession. That's that's five minutes. Five minutes difference of time of possession. It was, you only uh, had three. Th- you only yeah. had three possessions in the second half. Thirty. Yeah, Young Sunset had thirty-six minutes. Ohio State had twenty-four minutes. Yeah, I hate. Like I hate the new clock rule. Like the first half went kind of slow yesterday, and then the second half just flew. Like it was. It was like the first quarter took like about fifty minutes, and Bree was like, "Oh, you know, it's not that fast." I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of nice," and then it just flew. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it. Uh, Buckeye leaves. Buckeye leaves. 
Um, I don't want to give like the same guys as we did last week. Um, my first Buckeye leaf is I will give it to Travion Henderson. Five carries, 59 yards, averaging 11 yards a carry, two touchdowns. That's mine. Um, by the way, the referees were terrible <laughs> yesterday. How do you, the, the ball clearly crossed the plane? I, even though they got it right, it was still like, what are you doing? That's my first Buckeye leaf, Travion Henderson. My 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 first Buckeye leaf, first one first one ever for Kyle McCord. Um, he he like just going out there, pressure pressure of everyone like Buckeye Nation. Uh, second home start, not your first second. Um, just the pressure and just really kind of seizing the quarterback competition, and you know scoring in I think it was four offensive plays. Um, and really you know kind of putting all all the doubt to rest. Kyle McCord gets a Buckeye leave. My defensive Buckeye leave is going to go to – I'll let you do this because you're – you were – I'm sure you're going to go with the same one I am. But since you were a DB, I'll let you have give you your flowers for it. But I am going Tommy Eichenberg. Uh, just oh, you're so tackles. sweet. You're just so. Sweet. I was prepared. Uh, All right, I was prepared. I I, I got to give it to Burke. Um, but I also want to like, I gotta give it to Denzel Burke because he had the pick. Um, but also like I, Davidson Igabodosa needs one too. I think like both the cor- outside corners deserve a Buckeye leaf, and then Tommy. Yeah, I'll go ahead and put Denzel and uh, Davison and Igbignosen. Do you want to give a special teams one? Sure. We'll just give one. Go ahead. Go ahead with it. Oh, it's tough. Special teams. It's a tough one. I mean, we're we're not going to categories on the graphic. We're not categories. We're just going to list the players. No, no. Special teams, I'm going to go with – how about Jesse Mirko? Okay. Uh, uh, Three punts, 136 yards, 45 average, long of 51. We almost scored on that one that the guy dropped. He did did his job, man. I mean, just a solid, solid day. Um, Yeah, Jesse Mirko. Uh, I I would say Lorenzo Styles, but like we just gave him. I believe we just gave him one last week. Or no, he won special teams player. He won special teams player of the week, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm not gonna do that. Um, And yeah, I I guess Mirko would win it for special teams this week. Yeah. Oh, well, we got Western Kentucky. We're gonna preview that on Thursday. That will be out Friday. Cast. How did our picks go this week? Not great. <laughs> Not great, man. I so it was actually a very frustrating week. Um I told ever I told all people, shout out Ross. Ross actually like my buddy Ross from fantasy. He uh he like well, he took the picks and bet on them. Bad week to do it. Sorry, Ross. Um we had Notre Dame. Um well, I'll read. We had I had Notre Dame minus seven and a half. You had Mo- Notre Dame minus seven and a half. That hit. So which like, got me a free jersey. Which we were looking great. One and zero. Oh. I had Baylor plus eight. You had Utah minus eight. 
Utah won by seven. So like I was two and zero on the day. You were one and one. Um, this is where it went off the rails. We had Tulane at plus seven and a half, both of us. That was looking amazing the entire way until the last like minute in the game, and they just completely melted down to Ole Miss. Um, like they just stopped caring about the spread and they ended up losing by like, I think like 14, they like, they were down by like four and I, I don't know what happened there. I I don't know. Um, Miami though, plus four. So we were back. We were, um, my, cause Miami ratted A&M. So we were three and one on the day looking really good. And then this is just the, the, the late afternoon slate just, uh, buried me. I had plus three and a half Iowa state. You had minus three Iowa. So you got one there. Um, I had my, we both had Wisconsin minus six and Alabama minus seven. Um, so I'm tallying it up. I have one, two, three. I think you have three as well. Right. So we, we yeah. three, both three and five, which if you went three and five and I went um, six and two last week and you went seven and one, six plus five. I can't do the math right now. Hold on. 11. 11. So I'm 11 and five on the year, I think. And then you're 12 and four. Ooh, it's good. close. Close. Fair. It's good. It's a good record. It's a good record. Uh, don't get me wrong. 11 out of um, 11 out of 16. I'm 68%. Like that's pretty freaking good still, but like, it's not a great week, a frustrating week. Uh, just cause I, I, I put all my money on the Bama game. I thought, and this is where I was absolutely wrong, bro. I thought Bama was going to route them. I, I and I, I thought I like I really liked what Jalen Milrow did it the first week, and then when the lights came on, uh, and then Tommy Reese is calling plays. It's just, and that's another reason why I think Notre Dame is going to be so much better because like Tommy Reese is a terrorist. Like, he should be locked up in Guantanamo Bay for what he did to Alabama. Um, and like Notre Dame's like scoring 40 points a game now, like it, nothing. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Tommy Reese is a terrorist. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but Hey, it's NFL Sunday. Or if you're listening to this on Monday, I'm ready. I know I got you my... got your just, Justin Fields as a Broncos fan. <laughs> same colors. Same colors. Same colors. Uh, I got Bengals play the Browns. It says nobody, meaning if you know the Bengals chant, who they, who they going to think of beat them Bengals? Nobody. Um, waiting for my free Joe Burrow jersey. Thank you, Fanatics, for, you know, for me, allowing me to bet 50 bucks on Notre Dame to cover. So I win $16 <laughs> on. So they paid me for my Joe Burrow Jersey. Bers- they paid me $16. For yeah, my Joe I, Bur- I paid 50 for a Jackson Smith and Jigba Jersey. So it's Seahawks, but it's, it's sick. It's worth every penny. <laughs> yeah. I sent it to you and you're like, Oh man, that's a sick Jersey. Yeah. If I would buy a Seahawks Jersey, that'd be it. That it's like been. the, it's like the old Seahawks Jersey too. So it's, it's pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely a bad, a, a badass jersey. Let me say that. Yeah, to say the least. Um, I mean, hopefully, if you did it, if you did it for your wife, signed up for your wife, 
and you can get her her uh um Garrett Wilson or like a Jets. Her, yeah. Get her the Garrett Wilson. I would have to buy the black jersey. If I was buying a Jets jersey, it would have to be black. Yeah, it, Fanatics kind of had a limited like. It's not like DH Gate for some reason. It's it's like harder to find it in certain colors. I've I've noticed on Fanatics, but I'm not here to talk about Fanatics. Um, Cass, any? Well, I know we're just about done. I know we have about eight minutes left, but any predictions for this NFL Sunday? And we'll end with that. Any, um, any just takes. I think Justin Fields and the Bears are going to defeat the Packers. And, okay. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think my Bengals are going to beat the Browns, but it's going to be a tough one. Um, Joe Shicey got came rich, um, came a rich dude. But I, um, week one of the NFL Sunday, expect the unexpected. I look uh, at it that. Way. For some reason, my gut's telling me Kenny Pickett's going to have a big day today. I don't know why. 49ers, 49ers, Steelers might be a combined 10 points scored in that game. And that's why that's why I'm telling I'm thinking like it makes no sense. I have no logic behind it other than, you know, with NFL do the opposite of what logic tells you. And I like I want to be shocked Kenny Pickett 300 yards, three touchdowns today. I don't know. I'm just feeling it. <laughs> you know? I don't know against that defense. <laughs> <laughs> or if you really want to go bold, CJ Stroud goes into Baltimore and upsets the Ravens. I mean, mm, well, I don't think that happens. Stroud though. makes his debut, but I think there's a stat. It's like I, I don't have the exact stat, but I will. I will generalize it. It's like rookie quarterbacks they just don't do well in their first start. It's just like a fact. Like it, even against the spread. So I, if Stroud can get out of that day, if he could throw his first NFL touchdown pass and just not minimize the turnovers, I think that's a win for him. Yeah, I, I think I think with Bryce Young at Carolina, that might be the one where you might feel confident that the Panthers could go into Atlanta and win because, De- let's be real, Desmond Ritter is not the guy. I think the Falcons are sitting here, sitting and waiting, okay, we got Desmond Ritter, we're going to ride this hot, we got a pretty good offense right now, next year in the draft, Let's go get one of these good quarterbacks that are in the draft. Because you're talking Caleb Williams. You're talking Drake Meg. You're talking about maybe Shador Sanders. You're talking about Quinn uh, Ewers. Quinn Ewers. You're talking so many good quarterbacks. In By the, the uh, way, I hate that he got rid of the mullet. I hate that he got rid of the mullet. Like, he, I don't know. Are him and Morgan too- Wallen the same person? <laughs> Bro, they, they, dude, they both. You notice they both kind of look alike, and they both shave their heads at the same time. I don't know. Maybe it's his twin brother. I, they're definitely related somehow. I don't. I don't have anything to prove that, but if you did a, like a DNA test, they would be related. That's <laughs> very possible. Oh, oh, the Mel Tucker thing. The Mel Tucker thing. How do we forget? Um, oh wow, I, I I don't know much about it. Just what. Um, the headline I saw um, when I, when Blake posted it in Slack. Um, so go ahead. You you roll with it. Okay. So basically, um, Brenda Tracy, we remember Brenda from the whole Zach Smith thing. So like right then and there, I'm like, okay, how much validity is there to this? 
And I think it's kind of odd that it's happening after they started 2-0. and I feel like this might be a type of way they're trying to get him out. Like, you know, because what would just happen with Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern? Nothing kind of shocks me these days. Um, they're saying that basically Mel Tucker has been accused of sexually harassing rape survivor Brenda Tracy during her time working with the Spartans. Tracy, who has made a career of educating athletes about sexual violence and in sports after being allegedly sexually assaulted by four men in 1998, reported reportedly accused Tucker of making sexual comments about her and masturbating during a phone call on April 28, 2022. So like that's 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 like a, over a year ago. So like why is this coming out now? Um if it was like that serious. That's my question. Um and then uh Tucker said basically just some apparently they're saying there's some he said she said on the phone. Um I just don't know how much I believe this just because why would it come out like a year later? It, it almost seems like they were sitting on top of this, waiting for like the Spartans to go two and zero, so then they could fire him. Because if they went zero and two, I feel like it would be very obvious what they were trying to do with them having a winning record and them trying to get out of that big contract. It doesn't shock me. It, like it, 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 nothing shocks me honestly with how like some of these places will operate. But I mean, I'm not saying I don't believe Brenda, but we also saw the Zach Smith situation. So, like, this is a recurring thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know what to believe. Um, And wouldn't you would have came out if, say, later down the road they beat Michigan? That's when I would have came out with it. Yeah, it's just, like, if she takes, like, if she's, like, this, like, social justice warrior and all this stuff that like she claimed she, she came is. out right away. Why didn't she come out with it right away? Why are they waiting? It, it's, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. Like there's, I wouldn't be shocked. There's like some behind the, behind the back, like door handshake between them and like the athletic department. Cause think about it. You could pay Brenda Tracy a couple hundred thousand when you're saving hundred million on a contract to get this guy fired. So do the math, like just follow the money. That's all I'm saying. Right. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and see what Michigan State does. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Mel Tucker doesn't strike me as a guy who would – I mean, I, I don't know him personally, but he seems like a pretty serious, straightforward guy. I don't – I don't I, – that, 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 that like, especially with a university where they've had all that crazy, like, stuff with, like, Dr. Nassar and all that, I feel like he would be smarter about this, about something like this. And he's married. Yeah. It doesn't make much sense to me. Um, but we'll we'll let it, we'll let it play out. That's just my thoughts. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Um, we forgot to address how does Wisconsin lose two years in a row to Washington State? That's that's uh, where that game up at Camp Randall is kind of looking like. Okay, I feel a lot better about it now. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things. Yeah. It's they had they had trouble with the just like that that they don't have the at they didn't have the athletes I felt like honestly. not yet not yet not yet not but yet. yeah not yet but Cass that's all I got bud um so we'll see you Thursday night <laughs> so as always thank you so much for listening to another episode of the bunch of notes podcast and go Bucks and the best thing about to being two and zero is to go three and zero.